0: Hey guys, thanks again for listening to my podcast, Miguel's Moment, uh, bringing you episode three of Shelter at Home with Brent Goodman. Hope you guys enjoy and take it easy.
1: Hello? Check, check. Hey, man, what's up? Not much. What about you?
0: I just chill. Like everybody else, or majority of the people these days yeah (laughs) what about
1: you man not much i uh just got home from visiting my parents up in Sac, and drove back down to la yesterday so i traveled like half the state in one day yeah
0: so how's uh how's the drive it
1: wasn't it wasn't that bad actually like there's like no traffic right now so it's not that bad
0: yeah less people off the roads kind of thing or more people yeah. off the roads for <clears sure. throat> but yeah for sure yeah crazy so are you uh you're still working at um, apple
1: yeah um we're all closed until like we don't really yeah, know when we're coming right. back yeah yeah that's kind a crazy that's the crazy
0: part i know yeah uh, it's insane how's the how's the videography going
1: Uh, It's all right. Um, I have a couple music videos I shot. I just haven't edited them yet.
0: That's good. Yeah. At least you got a little bit more free time, as do I, um, to do all these extra things. So, in case people are wondering, whoever is hearing us out there, you want to tell us your name, a little bit of what you do? Yeah. My
1: name is Brant Goodman. I used to work with Miguel. He used to be my boss at the movie theater. Um, and yeah, I'm a videographer, um, producer, writer, director, all of the above, I guess. Um, but I run a production company called 1920 Media. You can go follow us on really any social media platform or video platform. Um, but yeah. what What's the
0: handle, yeah, 1920, 1920 Media? media?
1: So you can go follow us there. Um, but yeah, so um, I produce podcasts, TV shows, or web series. As I mean, um, and yeah, just really just creative content.
0: Cool. So I, I know I know you've been doing more on on podcasts mm-hmm. as well. Um, do you have Do you have more plans on doing it more frequently now that you're at
1: Columbia Yeah, Austin, definitely.
0: Or what are the plans there? What are the plans for for the stay-in-shelter yeah, sort of uh, situation
1: I was, for you? I was thinking, because the hard part is the our, like, probably most popular podcast. Um, it's called Fuck Your Sign. Uh, it's an astrology podcast. But um, that has a mm-hmm. co-host um, with my girlfriend Mila. And so, like, I guess we're just going to start doing, like, over-the-phone podcasts um, with them. Um mm-hmm which like won't be too bad there's a lot of podcasts that are like made over the phone um including this one crazy wow. um yeah i know i fi- i
0: figured we and i'd I'd, uh, I'd get something going while it has for sure uh, so how, how do you put on because i i just bar- i just barely figured out that anchor you can uh invite people on the podcast so i'm literally recording this while i'm having a chat it's like a
1: um, and I'm assuming you're using your phone. Sorry, sorry, it would cut out for a second. I'm assuming you're using your yeah.
0: phone on this podcast. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so how, is, so I haven't really been testing it out too much and I'm still fairly new to it. So um, did it, are you using speakerphone or using um, like uh, uh, Apple uh, yeah, AirPods? Yeah, I'm using
1: AirPods right now. Um, yeah,
0: I, I feel like that's the best.
1: I agree. Yeah. Definitely has the most immersive sound.
0: Yeah, because it sounds, it sounds crystal clear. Yeah. Oh
1: really? It um It keeps kind of a little bit on my. Yeah, it sounds end, crystal but clear. Like when it is, when it is clear, it sounds really clear.
0: Well, yeah, it's it, it could be my phone or my service because I've been having that issue today mm. and yesterday where it's really spotty. Um, it's, I don't know. I think maybe a lot, a lot of, of people are on the phone. So yeah. It's kinda like uh, taking. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: yeah. So um,
0: I'm hoping. <laughs> I'm hoping.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: I mean, I, I go for walks and I listen to podcasts, but uh, um, yeah, I definitely noticed a little bit of a. I I guess I would say strain, because everybody's watching Netflix and you know, yeah, right, doing their best to stay home. Totally. But uh, I yeah. So with with Anchor, I invite I. Invite, and. and they can either join uh, via their computer you know obviously they have headphones Mm -hmm. and stuff that works best and then on the phone um so how do you plan on doing yours uh, out of curiosity yeah
1: um i i invested in a um like a mixing board um and i can actually like bluetooth Mm -hmm. um like my phone into the board so it can like pick up signal um from it so uh, i'm probably going to do Do it kind of that way. Um, Just do like a FaceTime audio call. So it's a little bit bit more like clear and it's not going over like the um, cell cell phone airwaves, you know. Um, Yeah. So I'll probably do it that way. Um, I have a, it's called a Rode. um, It's a Rodecaster. So it's made by Rode. They make a lot of Mm -hmm. microphones and stuff. But yeah, that's what we record the podcast on. So yeah. It sounds pretty clear, it cool. gives me, it makes it just easy to like set it up. I don't have to like really like, I don't know. I kind of just like plug in all my equipment. Is,
0: is, it, is, is it like uh, uh, a big heavy amount of equipment? Or are we talking about like, you, if you wanted to go mobile, you can go? Down? Yeah,
1: I, if I wanted to go mobile, I mean, all I have to really do is just like plug in a power, but like, it's a pretty easy like system to like plug into. But yeah,
0: yeah. I feel like it, I feel like podcasting is so much more easier now. I mean, hence the whole from the phone mm-hmm. right now. But like, man, like five years ago, I was more like I thought I had to have this huge amount of you know of knowledge, right? On how to you know um, live stream anything, and now totally. it's like, oh no, just yeah. download this for free, and then mm-hmm. do this for free.
1: <laughs> exactly. That's
0: crazy how simple it yeah. is. Yeah, that that that. I haven't really like started uh, looking for other podcasts because I kind of stick to you know Gary V and mm-hmm. uh, Joe Rogan okay. still. Um, but I bet I bet if I start looking at other podcasts, there'll be a lot more popping up. Seeing that there's way more um, podcasting activity. That's going. what I was thinking. Uh, yeah,
1: um, yeah. Like right now, there's kind of like no excuses. So, yeah
0: yeah like like uh, another another thing i've noticed is more people walking out and about i mean obviously hopefully um just staying away uh practicing yeah. social distancing yeah but i i have noticed like because I've, I've been going on my walks every day mm-hmm. and i've noticed uh there's there's more people walking right. which is good you know yeah stay healthy for sure you know but uh i just thought it was interesting um it takes a pandemic for us to like get more outdoors. Yeah, I did go on a hike today,
1: um, <laughs> um up in Griffith and there wasn't that many people, but um it was kinda nice to get some like fresh air and like walk around. So, yeah. So
0: yeah, you 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 being in LA, me mm-hmm. being in Slow County, it's a little different here. We have like I think last time last I checked, there's like thirty-three places in Slow 30. County. Um Oh, I think it's dang. Going
1: to um, I can't
0: remember. It, but it, it's pretty high. Have you heard anything about yeah. L.A.? Like what's going on or specific specific area? Of yeah, LA? I'm
1: in like, like probably I'd consider this like Burbank area. Like, cause I'm in I'm in like the San Fernando Valley, uh-huh. so I'm kind of like tucked away a little bit from L.A. Um, it's like on the other side of the, the hill, um, like Hollywood and downtown. So like I'm kind of not really, um experiencing like too much of like the, like worry about cases and stuff. Like I think we like Burbank area has like two confirmed cases or like three maybe. So um, Mm -hmm. it's not too bad, but I know like downtown LA I think has a bit more. So yeah, but I've just been trying to like stay indoors as much as possible um, and like not really go out unless I like need to go grocery shopping um mila and i just got a switch so we've kind of just been playing mario kart like non-stop
0: a little technical right. difficulty there
1: <laughs> yeah i think so it sounds it a little off. bit better
0: yeah i took it myself off of wi-fi i'm just gonna use the regular data hopefully it doesn't okay. disconnect me again right because yeah, every time it like it, it like it can't connect to the wi-fi i will just you know be in uh in limbo between the both so okay I just took it off. What's the last mm-hmm. thing you heard me
1: say? Um, it was about like confirmed cases. confirmed cases. Oh, yeah, yeah I so think... we so we have two in the yeah. Burbank area. Mm-hmm. Um, so um, see, so, yeah, it doesn't seem no. too too bad here yet, but obviously, you know with the state of this, it could change really quickly.
0: Yeah, I mean, a week ago we had, what, three? One? Right. So, I mean, another week from now, maybe a hundred. Right. And even then, they say, like, those are, like, tested. Tested and confirmed. So, there's probably people out there carrying and not showing symptoms or showing symptoms but haven't gone in yet or have gone in yet and haven't gotten results. So, there's definitely a lot more than 40, you know, 40 something.
1: Definitely. So I'm only gonna, yeah.
0: I'm, I'm guessing it's gonna get worse before it gets better, and that's the crazy part, man. We're living through a historical moment right now.
1: Definitely. Well, I feel like this is a chance for us to really realize, like, how like inefficient we are as like human beings right now, and especially with like resources like uh-huh. the internet. Yeah. Because like it's kind of showing us, like, hey, like maybe we don't have to go to like restaurants and like stores, like and like all every time. And like, we can utilize the internet a little bit better and like shipping and like, we don't have to go to the, we don't have to rely on these like big stores to like carry everything for us. Right. Cause like the supply chain is fine. It's just like the inefficiency is like people really like people in stores and like having to drive somewhere and like with pollution being so much better right now because like we're not really like driving anywhere, like going places, you know? oh yeah
0: the pollution is insane the before and after pictures that i saw online yeah italy and and Mm -hmm. even china man that's crazy right i mean don't get me wrong um once we go back there's like a 50 50 chance like it's either gonna like be a lot more you know it's gonna be improved where we're more cautious, cautious about it and conscious totally or it's gonna be worse because we missed out on doing all these things while we were indoors and it's
1: yeah there's gonna be like
0: a flush of people doing more Mm -hmm. so it's we'll find out afterwards but i mean it's gonna be an interesting situation afterwards to see where everybody stands definitely i think uh, a lot of people have uh have taken you know some positive side to this though because i noticed a lot more people working out showing videos of them like doing the push-up challenge right and uh, at home uh, exercises for sure there's people who like do uh, our trainers that uh, are you know they're they're offering free training videos i mean you you have you have a roku like one of the first things suggested is work out at home oh wow um, it's, it's definitely you know because roku has its own streaming service too gotcha um, i didn't know that yeah, if you get, like, a Roku Express or something, it has, mm-hmm. like, options for you to watch. I'm, I'm assuming just in case, you know, people can't afford Hulu, Netflix, you know, there's still right. movies you can watch on there. Yeah. Obviously, you have to set up the account, because I, I thought before it was Roku's, like, you just plug in, sign into Netflix, sign into Hulu, whatever you're using. But yeah, when I plugged in this Roku Express, it's like, oh, create an account. So I had to, like, spend 10 minutes doing that
1: dang yeah yeah. it's worth
0: it i like it for sure i thought i was gonna buy a a new game console or something just so i can have disney plus on there
1: Mm.
0: and not have have to use my laptop all the time but right I i found a roku express for 25 bucks i'm like
1: sold yeah that's a good deal
0: yeah so um you entered slow film festival that you know mm-hmm. unfortunately was canceled but right moved to online viewing yeah um did you get did you see any feedback on that i haven't really like kept up with that with given everything um, that's going on
1: i didn't really see like an uptick in like viewership um mm-hmm. that much um and yeah i didn't really get like much feedback like i saw someone gave it a like on the vimeo but um yeah. Like nice. I didn't really see too much big difference. I was really bummed out though. Cause like I had a really good spot. It was going to be like closing night, like right after mm-hmm. the awards ceremony and like, and then, yeah, just in a second it's gone. Do you plan on entering it at other film festivals? Um, I entered it to the Atlanta film festival um, and the DC film festival, but it wasn't selected for those. Um, So this was kind of, this was kind of be like the closing of like the chapter on the short film for me. Um, So yeah, it was kind of a bummer that like, it's not going to end up being seen. And like, I just paid for the, for the DCP to get made. It was like 150 (laughs) bucks, like probably like three days before. Yeah. Um, And I went to Santa Monica and actually like got it screened so I could like do a quality check on it. Um, So that was cool. Like, I got, actually got to see it like on a screen, um, for 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 the first time. But still sucks. It's not going to be you know yeah. in the Fremont because I love the Fremont theater. Like that's where I saw like Star Wars Seven and like you know I saw Interstellar in thirty five millimeter there. So like it has like pretty good, pretty big significance for me, at least. So yeah, yeah. I know the cinema world was going to
0: change when when the, all, this whole thing is over, hopefully yeah. over, it's right.
1: going to be
0: completely different. Um, I think cinema, you know, the theaters are going to definitely have to think about how to better uh, prepare for these kind of things. I mean, right. nobody really ever sees it coming until yeah. it's too late kind of thing. But mm-hmm. I mean, most, most theaters with restaurants probably are able to still do curbside, probably are still able to do delivery if they have like a grub hub tied into it. Yeah, or, um, you know, Paso uh, put together this, uh, or I, I don't know if they brought in a third party or not, but it's uh, called Chow Now. It's a, hmm. it's it's, it's kind of like Grubhub, for, but for like local. Okay. Just, so all the all the proceeds, you know, they don't take anything from whatever you buy from, like let's say Red Scooter Deli.
1: Yeah, that's nice.
0: Everything, everything goes to them. Yeah, it's pretty cool, and I'm hoping more people are using it because. Uh, I mean, small business downtown, man. That's that's like kind of like the the livelihood, or that's like the life of Paso. And right.
1: Yeah, I went to um, I went to Dolly's Donuts. Yeah, uh, like before I left to go visit my parents, Mm -hmm. um, and it it was like super empty. And like usually around like ten o'clock, they're pretty like no, not ten. I I was probably there around like eleven thirty. And by then, like most of their donuts are kind of gone, and like their, like their their main ones are kind of gone, but like yeah. it was still pretty full. So like I just threw in like a couple extra bucks, like, in the tip jar, cause like you know, you gotta yeah, like support got... it a little bit.
0: Yeah, absolutely, man. That's, as much as that's you can. Gonna... That's yeah. Any anything helps. It's gonna be like the, you know, the make or break it. You know, especially right now with so many people like stocked up at home and they're going to eat through that food. And, right. Um, so nobody's really thinking about eating out. I know I'm not, I want to, yeah. <laughs> I want to yeah. support them as much as possible, but me working in the movie theater industry is like, I don't even know if I'm, if we're going to, you know, have a, have an opportunity to reopen, you know, cause we right. have a whole bunch of plans for it and yeah. who knows how long going right. it last?
1: Right. I was talking, I was talking mm-hmm. to a guy on Reddit, um, and he was, he's the manager of the Taft Theater, or the Fox Theater in Taft. Um, uh-huh. And he was saying, like, they they literally just, like, renovated everything because, like, a storm came and, like, tore the roof down. And, like, yeah. they they were, like, one of the last holdouts for um, for digital. And so they finally switched to digital. And then, like, now this happens. And, like, they had to lay off all their employees. And, like, they don't think they're going to come back from it. Like, yeah. the theater is just going to be, like... Closed for good.
0: I think uh, it's it's tough to say. Privately owned cinema movie theaters are going to be the tough ones to reopen. The big ones, yeah. obvi- you know the Regal, Cinemark, uh, AMC. Totally. Those those are going to be the the ones that are going to be like kind of taking over. And you know, honestly, if I was if I was a Regal Cinema, I'll be like, all right, I'm going to look for which ones have closed as far as privately owned and take over those, <laughs> right? Make it make it a Regal. But that's, I mean that's an unfortunate situation for the independently owned theater um, yeah but i mean i'm i'm hoping because like if we come back we come back strong because all these movies got pushed back and yeah postponed and i mean we'd have a pretty hefty lineup for the second part of the year if that ha- definitely you know, if, it, if yeah. it lasts that long i mean think about right. it uh black widow got pushed back you know mm. or postponed to the release date Mulan, Mulan, yeah um Universal did something crazy though, like trolls went on demand. Digital.
1: Yeah. Yeah, digital on
0: demand. And uh um so they released all their Universal movies along the along with it. So like I think right. Bad Boys is Universal and then um Invisible Man. Yeah. So it's it's interesting. I'm I'm kind of expecting uh Disney to do something similar which they kind of did. Anything like digital like DVD releases we are going to do yeah. and on their streaming right. they released it earlier. But I'm kind of yeah. kind of hope I'm kind of hoping that Black, Black Widow will come out, come out earlier even though it might hurt the movie theaters later. Yeah.
1: You
0: know, it's one of those anticipated movies that, you know, you kind of don't want to hold out.
1: Right. Especially yeah, a big movie sure. like that.
0: Yeah. I mean, there's yeah. one I mean, so, uh, what is it, the new 007 movie that's going to come out? Got postponed yeah. in November. Crazy. Uh, its I don't know how it's going to throw everything off, but I know for the, at least the second part of the year, assuming this is all over, uh, everybody's going to be like, oh, my God, I missed the movie theater. Because I'm yeah. already hearing it from people. You know, we went one weekend so far without opening. And I'm already here and people go like, oh man, my weekly movie, my, you know, the, I need my popcorn. I need my movie. Like, yeah, it's, it's it's still gonna, you know, there's still, uh, some nostalgic business there that people are missing.
1: Totally. Yeah. I definitely miss the movie theater. Um, I go to the one actually at universal studios at city walk and, um, yeah, they're closed. Like the whole city walk and universal is like completely closed down right now. um, But yeah, I think the last movie I saw was, um, it was actually The Invisible Man. Uh, No, 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 no. I saw Onward um, Mm -hmm. in IMAX. And um, yeah, I think like two days later, they they all decided to close. And now Onward's going to be on Disney Plus and it's already out on digital now. It's just, it just feels weird. Like this is definitely a weird time.
0: I know it. It kind. It feels like out of a dream, man. Because like we've seen yeah. all these movies come out, uh, and there, there a lot of them are being referenced now, like Contagion. Yeah. Uh, there was a you know a, you know a viral a, a virus spread uh, via touch and you know one uh, person to person contact. Yeah. And then like there's older movies coming back being popular on Netflix or Stars. Yeah. Like for example. Osmosis Jones you know I don't know if you remember that one it's yeah I do I, that one's you know popular on, on the trending list, which you know obviously makes sense now when you think about it right but uh, I think it's it's interesting how all these older movies that touched on viruses and pandemics are like mm-hmm. getting a se- a second wind pretty much totally yeah um, so i I know there's like celebrities who have been tested and are doing okay and stuff. Yeah. But I haven't heard of I haven't heard of any celebrity that like got uh tested positive and isn't doing
1: okay. Right. Well there there was a I mean he wasn't really like super famous but he was really influential. Like this playwright who was like eighty one, um, passed away today because of coronavirus. I forget his name, but I've mm-hmm. heard of a few of his plays that he that he wrote but he was like a super big like staple in the like in Broadway in the uh like 80s Dude, yeah, he wrote I mean, over like 40 plays or something Oh my god. Yeah. So I mean being
0: 81 I'm sure that's probably one of the main reason or main underlying issue that you know didn't give him a fighting chance but Right. Um I'm starting to see articles where healthy people are in fact uh, showing symptoms and so i think one of them is in the icu or something along those lines i was listening to a joe rogan podcast and he mentioned like this fitness instructor who's sick and in the hospital mm. so i'm assuming you know i'm assuming there's way more than just you know 16 and over or more you know vulnerable and I, I think it's starting to show that uh that i think everybody's vulnerable to be honest
1: yeah and especially like the concern right now i think is like people who vape like they're putting their lungs like in a pretty like tough place already um Mm -hmm. by vaping so like coronavirus being entered into your system because it's a pretty like it's it's a pretty nasty virus like it's not just like you get sick you recover from it and like you're good like it leaves pretty long-term like damage to your lungs like even after you've recovered from it so it's just crazy yeah
0: so, uh, what do you, what are your plans to do after? So, let's let's assume it it finishes, mm-hmm. hmm, let's say in, in two months. Yeah. What's the first thing you want to do? Um, are you going to like go straight out and be like,
1: yes, world, mm-hmm. and
0: then go to Universal and check out a movie? Like, what? Like, or are you are you going to like wait another couple weeks or
1: more? I'll probably wait a while. Like, I probably won't really go anywhere until like my job opens back up because. Like, I don't think Apple is going to be the one that opens, like, the stores prematurely. So, I think yeah. that'll be, like, a pretty good sign of, like, when it feels safe enough to, like, go out. So, I'll probably wait until then. But I think, like, I, I probably would hold off on seeing the movie until then. But, um yeah, I don't really know what I'm going to do, do next. Um Right now, I'm kind of just trying to focus on, like, writing a screenplay of been kind of like doing page by page like mm-hmm. for for a while so i think this will be like good enough time for me to like polish up a first draft and like you know give it another like try so we'll see how it all so
0: let's say let's say you finish the screenplay how are you mm-hmm. gonna video like are you gonna read really a tape only with people in your household or are you gonna like have people submit their versions or their uh Video clips of whatever it is you're doing, and then you're gonna piece it together because that'd be actually kind of cool.
1: That would be like, cool. Um, it'd
0: be cool, like dif- like like different parts of the movie are like different angles and you know approaches to the scene, right? Kind of thing, but it all it's it's all the same script. Totally. That'd be kind of cr- that'd be kind of crazy, man. That would
1: be crazy. Yeah, this is one that like it's. I'm trying to like get it sold um, to like a okay. like either a streaming service or something like it's. It's an idea I've had for a while, um, but that would be a good idea for, like, another, like, script idea. Um, I just... Yeah, this one's this one's just really hard because it's, like, a period piece film. Um, so, like, it, it would be pretty expensive to do. And, like, I even, like... Even when I started writing it, like, I knew, like, even if I finish it and, like, it gets sold, like, there's a good possibility, like, I won't be able to, like, direct it or, like, have any like super big creative influence in on it but um but yeah it's like it's basically uh, like set in like the 1940s in hollywood so it would it's very like geographically specific and like um it would it would be a little bit of a higher higher budget so yeah i'm but hopefully like i'm i've been trying to like read a lot and get a lot of stuff on the page so hoping it works out
0: yeah i'm hoping it works out for you too man um so when you say sell the script Mm -hmm. um i'm assuming la is the best area to do that but um is there like an online situation that you like submit it or do you give them like the first two pages and then if they want more they have to pay for it like how
1: does that work? yeah you can submit it to like i know um like there's something called the blacklist, the Hollywood blacklist. And that's like, it's basically the screenplays that are um, really popular, but haven't been sold yet. Um, So there's that, um, that I could sell. I I wouldn't sell it to it, but that would be just a way for me to like get it, get it out there in the world and like have people read it. But, um, but realistically I'd have to like get an agent or like, um, a talent manager and, and have them like shop the script around to producers and like production companies that are looking for stories or like a, a project like that. And then, um, and then they'd sell it to like one of those, one of those companies. Um, but yeah, I'm just, I'm, I'm trying to build up my writer's portfolio because it's, it's important to have like more than just like one, like, good script. You want to have, like, at least, like, two or three good screenplays. That way, like, people take you seriously and, like, know that you're actually dedicated to it. Um, Yeah. So, yeah. It's gonna be... Are there any... Yeah. It's gonna be... It's gonna be a long process, but it's something, you know, I've, I've been really working at for a while, so...
0: Yeah, I mean, if if you look at anybody's career, it takes a while. Yeah, so. I mean, and you're pretty young, man. You're what, like twenty, twenty two, twenty four, twenty, even younger. <laughs> so it's gonna, I mean, by the time you reach my age, you're gonna be like, you you that means you put eight eight more years into it once you reach my age. Dang, yeah. Um, which is which is the thing? How I mean, how many you know scripts can you do in eight years? Yeah. Um, is there is there any script writer that you kind of like? Uh, um, use as an example on how your career path you want to go or
1: yeah i mean everyone i i'd say probably like paul thomas anderson might be like the like closest person i would say i'd want to like be close to because like um because he did like boogie nights and like he did that when he was like really young and then he went on to direct like there will be blood and like magnolia so he he went he, he progressed in his career pretty quickly, but not not only just because of that. Like I want to emulate his career, but like just the stories he he tries to tell, um, is is kind of the the way I want to tell them. Um, and a lot of his like screenplays, um, are kind of in the same like tonal like vein, I'd say as yeah. mine are. So. Um, so, like, right now, which, like, I didn't really, like, grow up watching his movies a lot, so he's kind of, like, a newfound, um, newfound like, filmmaker for me, like, inspiration. Um, but, like, thinking, uh, that's just kind of in the sense of, like, being a writer, but I'd say, like, as a director, um, Greta Gerwig is probably, like, my number one, like, biggest inspiration as, like, I was uh, actually, like, directing instead of just, like, you know, page-wise um, Cause I think she's right. incredibly talented and she, I think she tells stories from a really like emotional and like personal place. Um, and like, obviously any filmmaker wants to emulate that. So I'd say like, she's probably like in terms of like an all around filmmaker, she's probably it for me.
0: So why are you looking for, I mean, besides the credits mm-hmm. and the IMD profile, IMBD uh, or IMDB profile, are you looking for for uh, like fame a little bit like uh, people you want people to recognize your, your your face or your name because i know there's it's a little different now with social media being around i mean people know certain directors and you know script writers um so wh- where where do you see yourself like ideally in the future like do you want people to like oh that's brian Goodman.
1: um like i could i could really care less about the fame i'd say um like really if like what what means more to me is like when people actually like have an emotional connection to like something I've worked on and like if it's something that's really personal like I got a I got a lot of really good feedback from the Paso uh short film that I made and like yeah I got a lot of views from it I was in a couple like newspapers for it but like the most meaningful part to me was probably like just people reaching out and like messaging me on Facebook like telling me like what they thought of it and like how much it really like meant to them or like the sentimental value of it. So like really, if, if, if if that's like the most I get for my career is that like people connect with my films and like enjoy them, um, that would be nice, but also it'd be nice to just be like financially comfortable and like, you know, there, there's a lot of money like involved in, in film, um, so, like, if I could just be, like, financially comfortable and, like, my one job is to, like, write and direct movies, like, for my, for the rest of my life, like, that would be really happy. I could care less about, like, people knowing my name or, you know, stuff like that.
0: Yeah, so with the 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 Passerables uh, project, mm-hmm. um, I, I can't remember what it was called.
1: Um, it was, like,
0: what was, what was that one called
1: the um, video? It was uh Pastor Robles a goodbye story.
0: Pastor Robles goodbye story. Did you get anybody who like messaged you and said hey I used to live in Pastor Robles and this kind of like brought it back, you know, on my mind? Yeah. Did you pretty much did you pretty much change people's like uh mind about visiting or something like that, you know?
1: I think did you, did you I think it definitely pulled like on some some heartstrings a little bit. Um mm-hmm. I mean I I really love past roles and like I ideally wish I like didn't have to move like to be like you know going after the career that I want to be going to um mm-hmm. and so like I I think I just really put a lot into the short film emotionally and people really resonated with that so like I did get a lot of people who were like you know oh I grew up on the central coast and like you really captured like the beauty of it and like I had a lot of people like wishing me well on like uh, starting my career um, in LA. So I don't know, it just felt really nice. And it felt like I, it, it was a good place to like start from like moving to a new place. It it really felt like I had people rooting for me, like in my hometown. Um, so it felt good. Um, and yeah, I, I even had like someone, uh, I posted on Reddit because I just, I try to like post things on Reddit just to like, get a little bit more just to see like what the like someone who doesn't know me like like they're not they're not seeing my my stuff on social media and then clicking on it like just someone who they don't know but I actually had someone who um commented like I grew up on the center coast I grew up in Paso and Santa Maria and like um this really brought me back and like I I really miss my hometown um so yeah I, I got a lot of good stuff like good stuff like that from it good feedback
0: do you uh do you have any plans on doing a, a follow-up video of some
1: sort um i think someone in, somewhere in the future um i kind of planned on like doing a few vlogs and stuff in the same vein um as a short film um just to kind of get like follow-up video but because everywhere's closed right now it's kind of hard to like do that um I really wanted to do one on like John's Video Palace closing um cuz that's like oh yeah but since it's like kind of closed right now I don't think I'll be able to like really like go in there and you know
0: yeah it's it's it, it would have been tough um I mean when I went in there mm-hmm. to buy a couple movies um it was uh it was very interesting cuz I mean every time I went there before the news broke out that he was selling or closing um it was it was very like slow i would see one other person maybe another person a couple in there um but when i went in there two times there was at least six seven other couples Mm. there with a few more individuals so i mean obviously people were were buying up the DVDs um but i mean if you were trying to have a conversation with john while he was closing yeah he had a, like, he already had a script that he was going to tell you. <laughs> These are the prices of the movies. Right. They all have to go. We're closing down after this many yeah. years. And that was it. Because I noticed people come in, hey, John, this is the price of the movies. Everything has to go. We're closing yeah. down after so many years. And, like, he literally was saying that same script to Dang. every single person. So, like, I feel like I I can only imagine emotionally where he's yeah. at. Because, I mean, I, I can't. I can't. I can't. Honestly, I can't even imagine. I I take that back. I can't imagine where he he is emotionally or in the headspace, right. you know, cuz that was that was his uh bread and butter for a yeah, long time. I think
1: they had their like 25th anniversary last year. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah, I think so. But yeah, I got I, I owe John a lot cuz like growing up he used to like really uh like cuz I've wanted to be a filmmaker for such a long time. Like uh like, going into, like, my teenage years, like, I already knew I wanted to be a filmmaker, but um, he was really, he was really helpful to me and, like, allowed me to, like, film stuff in, like, a store if I if I wanted, like, a video store. Um, so, yeah, it's good. It's definitely a huge loss for sure. Um, and even though I don't live there, it's going to be, like, a little, like, you know, nostalgia piece and, like, emotionally, it's going to be weird for that not to be there.
0: Yeah, that's yeah. I mean, I, I don't know if you can find them on Facebook and things, but I think you should send them that video you made. I don't know if you have or not. Yeah, I haven't showed but it if to you. Haven't, you should definitely see. I should. Yeah, you should definitely because it was it was pretty cool seeing that part of uh that part of Paso. And that yeah. Video.
1: I actually didn't. I actually didn't film that that short film with his permission. I kind of just like walked in there and like had my brother like film it. So <laughs> that was like the one thing that I like didn't ask for permission to film there. But it was kind of just one of those things where I was like, I'm sure he would be fine with it. So like I kind of just didn't want to like bother him. Um, and it was like super quick too. Was
0: was he was he working? No, like it was right someone or else was, behind the or counter. Was one of his one of his employees. yeah, it was one of his
1: employees. And yeah. we kind of like did it without like. Like I don't know, we we were kind of being like pretty inconspicuous, and like there was a few other people in there, so uh-huh. yeah. Um, but yeah, I just forgot about that. That like I didn't, I didn't ask him if we could <laughs> film in there.
0: That'll be funny. Uh, well, I think I I mean, I if if I were him, I'm sure I'd be a little bit like uh, teary eyed after I see that, especially especially after the whole closing yeah. situation. Um, but I don't know, man. I, I would reach – I had. I don't think I've – I probably saw his wife because I, I saw his wife posting stuff on behalf okay. of uh, Video yeah. Palace because um, I saw her responding to, like, questions about which videos and all that yeah. stuff. So if you go to Video Palace uh, web, uh, Facebook page and reach out to her and, like, hey, here's a video, by the way, here's a right. video. I'm sure they'll be happy about it. But but that's up to you, and I I think it'd be kind of cool to see – I mean, if we can somehow record his reaction, that'd be yeah, too, definitely. I mean, that's 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 taking it a step yeah, further. <laughs> um, so um, yeah, well, it's a good thing you asked me about the movie. Theater, yeah, right.
1: <laughs> right. That was yeah, pretty quick. that was that that was um, really that was really good. Like that that I think that really like topped the whole like video off. Was that was that scene? Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. And the whole, the whole project, like, I, I had nothing written down, like, I had no idea of, like, exactly what I wanted it to be, like, I was kind of just going for it, and, like, just, like, went out and, like, shot with my friends, um, and, and my brother was helping me, um, film the stuff I was in front of the camera for, but, um, yeah, like, I, I kind of just, like, I kind of, like I said, I, I want to tell stories from, like, an emotional place, and I feel like, that was kind of where I was like shooting from the hip from was just like, what is like, what does this feel like to me? And like, what is leaving um, and like reflecting right. on this kind of feel like, and like, how can I put that in front of the camera? So, yeah. Well,
0: I'm happy you did it, man. Uh, I'll, if you post it again, I'll share it as much as possible because I was a Thanks, really man. good video. Um,
1: I'll have to, I'll have to send you the DCP just in case you ever want to use it for something. <laughs> yeah. Uh,
0: so I remember you were you kind of me- messed around with the DCP yeah. a little bit or, or creating mm-hmm. your own DCP. Did you ever end up getting that software? No, I I really kind of put I that, I put on, that hold? on hold.
1: I really wanted to get it, but it's just like that's a lot of money right now. But it, I think if I if I'm really gonna start like putting a lot of effort into like making short films and trying to get into festivals i'll probably do that because it'll save me some money at at some point because it was for that three minute video it was like 150 bucks to get it on like a hard drive and like a dcp
0: yeah it's it's because it takes time you know you got people you know putting it together for you because they they have to break it apart and then put it back together and then i think um um the key he, he's part of uh I can't remember yeah, I'm, I'm I'm terrible mm-hmm. with names but he did full oh board. yeah um Ryan
1: he uh, it, uh yeah he um
0: he did a DCP he wanted to try out Dan the man the 4G to see um and uh he made it and he we he figured it out and he brought it to the theater we tested it out and I was really happy he figured it out but he told me like for that 8 minutes it took him like Four five hours, just like that, and that's just because it's just converting over to TCP.
1: That's crazy. Yeah.
0: So I can only imagine. Like, can you imagine being an hourly worker doing right. stuff? Obviously, you don't want to stay there and watch it. You know, being converted, yeah. but you know, it still takes time and processing power and all that stuff. So I can see why yeah. it's more expensive. But I mean, if you if you have the know how and the computing power totally. to do it, just go ahead.
1: And do yeah. It yourself, you know? The the nice thing was like they um they did let me go to their facility and like they have like a small like screening room so I did get to like watch it on the big screen um so like that in itself was kind of worth like the 150 bucks to kind of like listen to it in like a like a room that's like Dolby certified and like you know like an actual like projector screen yeah. so it was pretty cool and a lot of the a lot of the shots held up pretty well um like on a big screen i was kind of worried like mm, like you know my camera is not like a a professional like cinema camera but yeah it held up it held up pretty well like the colors and you know the resolution yeah well uh did they
0: end up giving you the dcp since um i haven't
1: gotten in the mail but the film festival said they're gonna send them back uh sometime this week so i should be getting it back um and I also ordered a Blu-ray version just because I like physical media. So, you know, oh, yeah. kind of wanted to just get it on a disc.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm assuming Blu-ray is very similar, where it just takes time to, you know, um, render. Yeah, and, and I don't even
1: know where to get like a like Blu-ray burner from
0: you know if you find it let me know because i i've never actually seen or heard yeah <laughs> i just know i just know blu-rays totally. exist
1: yeah well the because with the projectors they can you can connect like a blu-ray player to it right and it can upscale well, yeah
0: because you're using if you if you, yeah if you have a, a You know, the video quality, obviously, you want it to be 1080p -hmm. kind of thing. Because 720, you start really stretching it a little bit, you know. Because it it looks a little pixelated Mm -hmm. or fuzzy. But uh, 1080p works perfectly fine. Um, But yeah, we use the HDMI to DVI for the video. And then uh, depending on what, you know, um, device we're using or hardware, Mm -hmm. I I would use... um, a digital output if I could, but our, our RCA cable works. Okay, is
1: fine. yeah.
0: Yeah, it's pretty simple. I actually want to try doing an Xbox at mm-hmm. some point or a PlayStation 4 right. and see if we can, you know, get in the uh, e-sports industry. That would be cool. But uh, I don't know what that takes. So I, I mean, I, I want to do more, but it's it's kind of tough because all these ideas go through my head and then I get these like little walls that say you got to do something yeah <laughs> to figure it out and i'm just like oh man don't want to put 50 60 hours in the next few weeks to you know get yeah started, you know and, and those are the times where i like man i hope you know i talk to somebody who's into this kind of thing video games for right. example and is willing to be like help me lead the thing but most the most of the gamers I know stick to just gaming, and they don't really like promote any. any yeah. events. And, and we're a small town, so it's it's still a little right. tough over here. And then talking to GameStop will not yeah. help me because they're right. corporate. <laughs> there's only so much. There's only so much they can do with permissions they have already with midnight totally. pieces.
1: And all yeah, stuff, but and
0: um, it'd be kind of cool um, to to get you know. Uh, esports on on the, main screen, on the big
1: absolutely. screen, absolutely. Yeah, I have always I always wanted to like play like Call of Duty or something on like a big screen like that. That would be crazy.
0: Yeah, Call of Duty, Smash mm-hmm. Bros. I mean, all 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 totally. the games. Um, yeah, because I got I got like some uh, some equipment to be able to you know play it because we tested at Xbox. For some reason, the audio wasn't okay. working, and that's probably because the HD the HDMI was also carrying the audio, so it was hard to right. separate it from yeah. the Xbox. So I got this. So I got this other, um, like, um, yeah, splitter to like for lack for lack of better words, where I plug it in with via HDMI, and then it splits the video and the audio to you know HDMI again and digital output. So I never got a chance to try that. Try it out again, but. Once we're back open, and hopefully we are, I'm definitely gonna try it and try to convince somebody to help me out with it and make some right. sort of event because esports Absolutely. is there, man. Right now, um, from what I understand, is there's esports events, but there's no actual like um, league. There's no like solid, you know, national league. It's all like oh, okay. in this city, yeah, in this city, you know. You know Gary V talks about a little bit. They have the the Minnesota something I can't remember what the name was, but they have an actual <laughs> team.
1: <laughs> gotcha.
0: So it'd be kind of cool to see how what how, totally. how far that goes. And then don't even and then don't even get me started on augmented <laughs> reality, man.
1: <laughs> yeah, I've been talking about that lately because everybody's right. stuck
0: at home.
1: Um, yeah, especially with um like Apple releasing that iPad with the lidar um uh like it's ipad pro but it has um a lidar like uh camera basically so it's like a 2d or it's like a 3d Mm -hmm. camera um so it just makes like augmented reality work like so much better so i think that's really like i think apple is honestly kind of like ahead of everything so like yeah yeah. i've always been (laughs) um so yeah it's gonna be crazy to see how it turns out
0: I, I it'd be crazy to see if Apple and Tesla decide to become right. one company.
1: That would be crazy. That'd be insane. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> that'd be so crazy. I mean, I'm sure Tesla can hold can hold its own when it comes to like, you know, mobile technology, especially with the self driving cars yeah. and everything. But I mean, to be able to have, you know, an Apple software included with that, that'd be that'd be an interesting situation yeah, definitely. There. I watched, uh, I recently watched the movie. Oh, yeah, how was it? I don't know if you remember that in theaters. It was good up until the very ending. I was very disappointed. It it was left, I mean, the easiest way I can put it, it was left open-ended, but not in the favor of the protagonist. Interesting. So, and I didn't like that. But then again, I wasn't really expecting anything much out of it. It went straight to... I think it went straight to DVD. I think it was in remember. theater. It yeah. almost went to our cinema for, for a gotcha. minute, probably. Because I remember trying to watch it and I didn't find it anywhere until it
1: went gotcha. on DVD. Yeah. Um,
0: but uh, they they have self-driving mm-hmm. cars and um, video conferencing in the cars. <laughs> That's,
1: That's what cool. I'm saying. Um, so yeah, we'll... we'll, we'll yeah, did you watch The Invisible Man? What'd I
0: did, think? I did. the uh, The suits was very yeah. interesting. Um, I feel like I was expecting to be some sort of like um, D- DNA enhancement, but obviously right. it wasn't. It was more yeah. technology, technology based. But overall, it was yeah. very suspenseful. Yeah. I, I liked it. You know, it kept you on the edge. It kept you on the edge of your seat up until you find out that it's not like it's, it's right. just technology <laughs> after
1: that i'm just like it became very predictable yeah i liked it a lot um but, i definitely think there's some problems with the movie for sure but it
0: um i don't know it did it
1: did its job for me and i think it's a good like first um like like jumping off point for like when they if they want to do other movies like um like frankenstein or like dracula stuff like that you know
0: well, that was kind of what the Mummy was yeah. to start um, when it came out with Tom Cruise. It, it, it was called the Dark right. Universe, I believe, and they were going to have you know some sort of werewolf and vampire mm. team, but it, it did so terrible. I, I, it kind of kind of yeah scrapped. I'm not sure. If, I'm not sure because I know what you're talking about mm-hmm. with the Invisible Man. I'm not sure if they're going to do that because technically it's now right woman (laughs) you know the guy the guy's not you know you know available anymore to be the invisible man um but we'll see we'll see i don't know if it ties into that i haven't really read any articles i think the director said he wants to do
1: an he wants to do a, a dracula movie or a bride of frankenstein movie i think something like that but they're they're in talks to do more like monster movies yeah, I did see something about yeah.
0: Dracula. Um with 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 Morbius coming out, I think they're going to try to ride that uh that train yeah. again, try to get, you know, try Jordan. to get back up, try to get back on the on the horse and be like, "Well, everybody's going to love Morbius, hopefully." hopefully with Jared yeah, Leto. I don't
1: like Jared Leto, but <laughs> He almost he almost yeah, ruined uh was... Blade Runner for me. Okay. Could...
0: Uh, I never watched. Yeah, it. it's the, really the good, new
1: one, but his performance is really awful in it.
0: Yeah, I need to watch that one. I, I I never watched the original one with the Harrison Ford, and I'm, yeah, this is a sequel, right?
1: The original is fantastic too.
0: Yeah, I don't know. It came out like the same time period as uh, mm-hmm. Tron or something. Like it was very scientific, futuristic yeah. kind of movie. Um, I. And I love Tron, but I started watching the mm-hmm. original Tron, and I was just like, oh, okay, I'm bored. Yeah. So it's like,
1: I think it's just a generation <laughs> issue with me. <laughs> yeah, the original Tron, yeah, it's a little yeah. boring, but I love Tron Legacy. That's probably one of my favorite, like, most underrated movies that I like. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, It was really good. It kind of reminded me a lot of, like, Definitely. Matrix. Like, it, it was, like, in, in yeah. the digital world. Yeah. Uh, and uh, I don't know. I I always thought they were gonna make another one, but mm-hmm. I guess I'm wrong. Kind of like um uh, there's other movies that like you always think there's gonna be a second one. For example, oh I yeah, four. I do remember that. I actually enjoyed it. A lot of people didn't, and I and I actually did enjoy it. And I was like, oh man, I can't wait for the next one because there's obviously more right.
1: numbers. Yeah. i forgot who directed that one but yeah. but yeah i i remember liking it um when it came out but i i can't remember um i can't remember like the last time i watched it or even remember when i watched it yeah so
0: the director was Dj Caruso oh
1: yeah um i forget what else he's directing but I am number four. Uh, he's oh like yeah, eagle, eagle I, eye,
0: triple X. Uh,
1: triple X. <laughs>
0: I actually like eagle, eagle eye was I. pretty good. That yeah. was pretty good. Definitely. It's like what he had a twin. Which is very interesting. Oh, he's he's rumored to do GI Joe Ever hmm.
1: Vigilant. Uh,
0: so he's done.
1: Disturbia. I like Disturbia. Um, that was a good movie.
0: Then oh, it's going back to the nineties now. So he kind of spaces yeah. out his stuff, I guess. Which, you know, a lot of these movies people don't realize mm-hmm. it takes a couple of years to make. And uh I'm surprised like The Rock and you know, um Kevin Hart and you know, they come out with so many movies all at once. I'm like, <laughs> Jesus, what? they have right. no time for all this. And they go on tour, and The Rock trains every morning. Mm-hmm. It's pretty insane, man. Right? But I guess I mean, right. that's your career. Because, like, you know, I'm thinking in the sense of I have yeah. a job to go to.
1: That is their
0: <laughs> so, job. But yeah, their job is to mm-hmm. look fit, do action movies, and entertain people. Totally. Yeah. Well, man, we've been talking Mm -hmm. for a while now. You wanna, you wanna call it?
1: Um. Yeah, I had a good time though. All right, man. Well,
0: yeah. Appreciate it, man. Uh, I'm I'm sure we'll be talking again soon. Hopefully, in
1: person. In
0: person at some point after this whole thing is over. Yeah, man. uh, man, For sure.
1: I'm writing Uh, a uh uh web series that uh, takes place in a movie theater. So maybe we should uh film that. Oh. Yeah. Hit me up
0: yeah definitely if it if it if it it moves forward let me know i'm happy to help
1: all right man you too buddy
0: thanks once again for listening to miguel's moment shelter in home edition uh stay tuned for more and uh stay safe out there wash your hands drink water lots of fluids and uh, i'll see you guys on the other side Hey guys, sorry, it looks like we were having a little bit of technical difficulty. I'm, like I mentioned before, I was using my cell phone to create this podcast, so I took my phone off of Wi-Fi, that way it doesn't th- throttle in between the Wi-Fi and the phone's data, so uh, let, let me take this moment and uh, uh, please, please, please support your local business during these times. They need the help. Um, and I'm sure their food is delicious anyway. So, uh, yeah, shop shop local while this pandemic continues.